Welcome back, my friend. I am so glad that you are here investing in yourself today. We're going to the playground. And I want you to go ahead and picture in your mind one of my favorite pieces of playground equipment, a seesaw. So you've got that in your mind. All right, let's do this. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind. And you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author. And I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Welcome back, my friend. I am so glad that you are here investing in yourself today. We are going to the playground. And I want you to go ahead and picture in your mind one of my favorite pieces of playground equipment, a seesaw. So you've got that in your mind. All right, let's do this. Okay, you've got this seesaw in your mind, and we're going to apply this to your New Year's resolution, turning your resolution into reality, part of this whole series that we're in. Think about one of the biggest, most important pieces of making a new habit stick is making your benefits really big and your barriers really small. The challenges that you face, making those small or making them seem small to yourself and taking the benefits and just exploding them. And that's what we're going to do on this seesaw. So on one side of the seesaw, you're going to have all the benefits to this resolution that you're wanting to turn into reality. And on the other side, you're going to have all the barriers that you're facing, all those challenges that make it feel like it's so hard to make this transformation. And here's how you're going to do this. You're going to take the benefits. And on that side of the seesaw, you're going to do two things. You're going to, one, list as many benefits as possible. I call this going wide. So you're going to go wide with your benefits. You're going to list all of the things that you can possibly think of. And this is the reason that's so important. When you are looking at, I want to, I'm just going to use an easy one. I want to drink more water. All right, I'm going to drink more water. But what are all of the benefits to that? Okay, better skin, better digestion. I stay well hydrated in my muscles. I flush out waste tissue, you know, waste uh, toxins. I hydrate my brain so that I think better and clearer. So you've got this long list of benefits. You also, though, want to take the ones that, boy, they just sing out to you. They they resonate. They're loud and clear. Those you want to go deep with. You want to say, how does this affect the rest of my life? So, okay, so I'm drinking more water so that I have better skin. I'm not a model, so other than just general skin health, that one doesn't really speak to me. But am keeping my brain hydrated? Oh, by golly, yes. That one is a major one because it means I show up better for my clients. I show up better for my husband. I show up better in my relationships, my friendships. I then sleep better. I have more energy. I'm able to do hobbies. Yeah, that one's a big one for me personally. So I can go deep on how does this affect the rest of my life. So for the benefits, go wide and go deep. And for me, one of the things that came up 
a few years ago was I had on my list for exercise and specifically for strength training, preventing bone loss. So preventing osteoporosis. That was just on my list. It wasn't anything in particular that was deep or meaningful. But unfortunately, I woke up one day with my left eye, this weird, wavy, squiggly, like I was looking through water on a about half of the eye. And I was like, well, that's really weird. Did I scratch my eye during the night? You know, but it didn't go away. And so the next day I'm talking to my eye doctor going, oh, I need to see you. I don't know what's going on. Turns out that night that I woke up the next day with it like that, my optic nerve had swollen. Just my blood sugar, my blood sugar, my blood pressure had dropped during the night and caused my optic nerve to swell. And his response was, when I asked him, what can we do about this? He said, well, we have two options. One is wait and see. I did not like that option, you can imagine. I said, so what's the other option? He said, well, for some people, I really don't recommend it because it is dangerous for your bones because it is a mega, mega, super, super high dose of steroids. But because you weight train, you run, you walk, you do weight-bearing exercise all the time, I'm not worried about it for you. Because I wasn't going to have to stay on them forever. It was just for a few weeks for a season. Went on that, and between prednisone and prayer, my eye is fine. But the point is, that suddenly went from, oh, okay, I want to keep my you know bones healthy in general, whatever, to how does this affect the rest of my life? Oh, if I have a fluke medical thing come up, I don't have to worry about it. I'm able to just take whatever the doctor needs me to take because my body can handle that. I have a client who this was a huge aha for him. And it was one of those almost, well, it wasn't almost, it was an emotional moment when we're having this conversation and we're sitting in a coffee shop and I say, you know, why is it, what are the benefits of getting on an exercise program? Because his goal was he wanted to start going to the gym three days a week. Great. Wonderful. All kinds of benefits you can get from that. What benefits really resonate with you? So he lists out along, you know, a, a lot of them, a wide list. But then I said, which ones, which ones really you want to go deep on? And he said, you know, it's about energy. It's I want to have more energy. Okay, great. Why do you want to have more energy? And this is a clue for you as you're doing this exercise is keep asking yourself why until you get down to the deepest reason. Okay, well, why do you want to have more energy? Well, so that I can be more productive in my work. Okay, why do you want to be more productive in your work? Well, I mean, I mean I'm, aren't I supposed to be more productive in my work? You know, let me think about it. Okay, really, I want to be more productive in my work so that I can make more money. Okay, Great. Why do you want to make more money? I mean, that should be a big enough reason in some people's minds, right? But no, we're not stopping there. We're going to go until we hit that emotional button that says, this is what's going to get me to the gym. So, okay, I want to make more money. Why do you want to make more money? He got quiet at that point, And I could see the emotion beginning to play around inside. He said, really, it's because I want to buy a large plot of land for my family and build homes on it 
so that forever, my grandkids who aren't even born yet, my great grandkids who I might not ever know, they will always have a place to come to, to vacation together, or if things go crazy in the world, a place to come and live. I want to leave a legacy for my family. That was a mic drop moment. That was a moment that it was, okay, we've hit now what's going to keep you more motivated. So at the end of the day, it's not a question of, do I go to the gym or not? It's a question of, do I leave a legacy for my family or not? Think about that when you're looking at the benefits side. All that you can, and then keep asking yourself why on the ones that resonate most. Let's go to the other side of the seesaw. We've done some deep work now. Let's let's go, let's play. We're at the we're on the playground. So let's go to the challenging side, the barrier side. What are those things that make it seem hard? Because you've got to have your why. And there's a phrase I've heard a lot, when the why is big enough, the how will appear. Well, this is some of the how. This is some of the let's find ways around these things. So three things you want to do with the barrier. You want to eliminate it. You want to pivot around it. If you cannot do either one of those, then you got to reframe it. So let's say that knowledge, knowing how to do something or knowing what really works is your barrier, not having that knowledge. Well, that one's an easy one to eliminate. You get the knowledge. And if there's knowledge, quote unquote, out there of all this conflicting knowledge, like with diets, you know, it's like, oh, which one's the best? And everybody has an opinion. Get with a professional, you know, whether it's me as a coach, somebody else as a coach, get with a professional who can guide you through that. But one of the pieces of knowledge that is always fun to talk about is with exercise, people have this idea that for your health, you got to go hard or go home. You've got to push. You've got to do a high-intensity workout, which I have videos on high-intensity exercise. I am totally fine with high-intensity exercise. I like high-intensity exercise. But that does not mean that for every goal and every situation, that's right. So let's go back to the beginning. I'm going to tell you a story about the London bus driver study. This is where the whole field of exercise physiology, my field, where that was born. In London, the epidemiologists there noticed, the researchers noticed that, hmm, our London bus drivers, about 50% of them are having heart attacks and heart disease. I wonder what's going on here. So they studied it. And when they did, they figured out bus drivers, people who worked in the bus and transportation system, came in two categories. One was the driver. One was the ticket taker. The driver sat all day long. The ticket taker never did any high-intensity exercise. They were just on a double-decker bus up and down the aisles, up and down the stairs, all day, moving gently, but moving, and taking tickets. So, of course, as researchers are saying, well, not everybody can be a ticket taker. Not everybody can walk all day long. So why don't we come up with a formula that simulates that? And if you've ever heard of you need to exercise 30 to 60 minutes, three to five days a week, that is where it came from. Because they looked at what's the calorie burn, what's the level of movement, and let's translate that. 
So go get a sweat worked up for 30 to 60 minutes, three to five days a week. That's going to take care of your heart, according to that research. Well, we have since found out that not everybody's lifestyle or wants and desires fits with that. So then if you've ever worn a pedometer or if you use a tracker watch that tracks your steps, now we're seeing, you know, for some people, it's perfectly fine to go back to being a ticket taker. And okay, I, I just sat for 30 minutes or for an hour. I'm going to get up and move around for five minutes. I'm going to go do a 10-minute walk on my lunch break and a 10-minute walk in the evening at dinner. You can still accumulate it. It doesn't have to be go hard or go home. It doesn't even have to be the same thing every day. It's about knowledge being, lack of knowledge being the barrier to finding what exercise, what fitness works for you. If you cannot eliminate a barrier, then you need to look at how do I pivot around it? I have a client who her work schedule is such that without exaggeration, she and her husband, they own a contracting, uh, general contracting company and their work schedule honestly is 12 to 14 hour days. Somewhere in there, they get about a 20, 30 minute break to grab some lunch at some point, not even a scheduled thing. And on a lot of their locations, they don't have a fridge and a microwave and all that kind of stuff. We are now in winter. So the thought of taking a salad every day really doesn't sound very appealing. So we've got all of these barriers of place and temperature and time and, you know, traditional things of food prep and all that it doesn't really work in their schedule. So getting creative, overcoming each of those barriers, we really had to personalize her plan. And it's working beautifully. So it's great. But we had to pivot around those things because we could not eliminate them. If you cannot pivot and if you cannot eliminate, then you do have to start playing between the ears and reframing that barrier. And that's something that, you know, working with a coach or journaling, something to think about, how can I think about this barrier differently to help me stick with my resolution and turn it into a reality? I'm not going to ask you on this seesaw to just pick one or the other. You really do need to do both. But I do encourage you, whichever one sounds more fun to start with, we are on a playground. So whichever one sounds more fun to start with, start there and then eventually do the other one as well. So go wide on your benefits, go deep on your benefits, on your barriers, find what you can eliminate or pivot or if you have to reframe it and let me know. Reach out. Let me know. Let me know how you're going to apply this. You can reach me on social media, DMs, or you can email me, sherry at theveriolife.com. I cannot wait to hear how this is going to help you turn your resolutions into reality. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.